Welcome to our new podcast, guys. My name is Stephanie Phillips. And I'm Ryan Phillips. And this is Comfortably Uncomfortable, where we are comfortable talking about uncomfortable experiences in our marriage and day-to-day life. We've been together for 12 plus years now, run a business together, and have been through the good, the bad, and the ugly that most marriages experience, but are not comfortable talking about publicly. Now, this is not just a podcast on marriage. Along our journey, we have also found a passion for health and fitness, which we will also be discussing, as well as our business journey we have been on together for the past seven years. If there are specific things that you would like to hear us discuss, please let us know on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. that's at S-T-R-Y podcast, or by emailing us at strypodcast at gmail.com. Whoa, that was an aggressive start. I'm just going to get right into it. Okay. Get into it. You want to hash it out first? Hash what out? Yeah. We're going to just ignore that you were a total douche like 20 minutes ago. Total misunderstanding, apparently. You're a fucking jerk. Okay. Do you want to explain what just happened? I would love to explain. (laughs) This is from my point of view, and this is the point of view that typically is what happened. Tread lightly, honey. Tread lightly. We were sitting out back, honey, on Steph's phone together, watching her phone, trying to find a date night for this weekend. And then our office manager was also texting her. We're trying to get new devices for the for the office, so sending us computers and stuff like that. So I'm looking at her phone. We're we're on her phone together. She sends another message <laughs> and like Steph starts acting really weird. And you like, saw it. And Don't act to like you pull didn't away see her it. Phone. I didn't see anything, but starts acting weird. And then I see an Apple watch pop up on the screen and then Steph gets all upset, goes inside, locks the sliding glass door <laughs> and then disappears. All because I saw something when I locked him her. outside. If you're gonna be trying to surprise someone, she's trying to because su- I like the new Apple Watch, so I'm assuming that's what it was about. Nope, I don't know. I canceled. 100%. All right, she canceled it. Whatever. But if you're gonna surprise someone and that person's at the store getting it, why would be on, we be on your phone? I was stoned, Ryan. <laughs> that's your <laughs> fault. And then I get in. I get blamed for it. And then I come inside, and I I'm, I go up to her. I hug her. She's in the fridge. And then I hugged you back. I no, wasn't you, actually you, mad. She, she, she was mad. I know her differences. And then she goes, you're so far up my ass. God damn. Or whatever you said. I did not say. Yeah. You said whatever. You got aggressive with it. And I said, what'd I say? Oh, don't worry. I'll get out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry. I'm out. So I, I'm out that I, ass. I said, okay, fine. I'm out. And that's it. And then she gave me the silent treatment for like a solid 30 minutes. And then <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know why you're mad at me. I'm like, I'm, and then she's like, well, it was just a joke. And I said, okay, well then I, I didn't take it as a joke. I thought you weren't, it was just a miscommunication. I apologize. And that was still wasn't good enough. And then it took another time for me <laughs> to say it. I like repeated the same exact apology <laughs> Luckily, in slow mo, and I said in slow he, motion, just he, so she could understand it. He apologized. Then he says, after like twenty more minutes of silence, he goes, "I'm sorry for misinterpreting what you said earlier. Talk to me like I'm fucking stupid." 
luckily and I lost our it. oldest was there to <laughs> witness it and she started cracking up laughing at the whole conversation I'm like can you can you see what's going on she's laughing because he's talking to me like I'm stupid no and then she goes and you're still not accepting he's already apologized multiple times why don't you accept his apology <laughs> but you like to play games it's fun see we discuss open I have to keep your blood flowing and apologizing when something maybe it was just a lack of communication. Like, I was just trying to do something nice for you, and I and I appreciate that. I always appreciate that. And I didn't. Mean I've actually been trying to find that watch for uh, since we talked about it with Eddie before the wedding. It's sold out everywhere. Yeah, and I found it, and now I canceled <laughs> it. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, but I didn't do anything on purpose. You didn't have to say, "Oh, fine, I'll get out your ass." I'm out. If you say I'm far up your ass. Peace to that ass. you literally t- say, come look at my phone. Like I love how far up my ass you are. No. I'm, I love it. I'm, you know that. I'm backing out. You can curl up in there with the blanket. No. And take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backing out. No, take it back. Anyways. Take it back. So Moody McMoodster over here was like, mm, 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 like not going to podcast or anything. And, That's not true. I never said he was trying to get out of podcasting because this is the second one we had to do this week, and he didn't even want to do it. <laughs> I said it. Okay. Yeah. What are the topics? <laughs> Since I'm Enough the producer. Anyways. What are the topics? What if one they? more fucking friend of mine... Text me a picture of their lips or a medication that they would like to take for their lips or a filtered picture of themselves asking to look like that. I may just have to eliminate all my friends from my life. Okay. Love you. Bye. Gotta, guys got to go. She's not playing around either. Guys got to go. I just opened I, up my that's phone. That's the good part about being a man is that like none of my friends text me like. That's a little sexist. Hey, what do you think about my lips? No, they text me. Hey, what do you think about my lips? What? No, but like they're <laughs> under eyes. Or their jaw. Oh my gosh, I can't. They do. They do. The person who's under eyes you did the other day. He wrote yeah, me asking first. he's always first. asking about it. Still. But I'm saying it's not like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Well, I got some treatments done this week. You did? By who? You. Okay. You were very nice. Yeah. Not I'll say. It's the only nice thing I'm going to say to you on this podcast. Look how radiant you look. You are very gentle. You're supposed to massage for five minutes, five times a day for five days. I got Sculptra done in my entire face and you know today it feels like you punched me (laughs) it does man i go to massage and i'm like yo i got fucked up yesterday yeah i can't like open my mouth all the way because i'm sore back here like where you did my jawline totally gonna get like a A what that's what she said joke from that Uh oh but and i did a little (laughs) bit of my top lip filler Yep. Little filler in my top lip. Sculptra all over the face. So Sculptra is a polyolactic acid that stimulates collagen and basically preserves. It's fertilizer for the skin, Ryan calls it. Yeah. But it 
I'm trying to not do filler as often. It's funny because a lot of people in the office, we talked about this the other day, a lot of people in the office think I do so much shit to myself. And I really don't anymore. Like, it's crazy. The last time I injected myself was May of 2022 when I did filler in my face. Obviously, mm-hmm. my Dysport, I do every three months. Dysport, Botox, whatever you prefer. I prefer Dysport. But I um, I do that every three months. And then I do filler in my actual face, my jawline, my cheeks, my chin, things like that. I typically do once a year. Yeah. And last year was May. Very minimal. In October, after my show, I did get lip filler because I was having an identity crisis. But in November, I dissolved it. So I don't count that technically. Yeah. Remember? Because mm. I, I was like, I want big, juicy lips. And then and it was after my show and I was having a severe identity crisis. And he did them and I was like, I don't want big, juicy lips. Get rid of them. Yeah. So a lot of what I do as far as like my regimen or like my maintenance is laser driven and skincare driven. And no one fucking believes that. And it makes me crazy. Every day somebody comes in, at least one person. I see I see anywhere from 20 to 30 people a day. It, it depends on the day. Yeah. But sometimes more actually. But at least one person will say to me, oh my God, what have you done to your face lately? Mm-hmm. And they all assume it's an injectable. Yeah. And I'll say like, oh, I got, you know, this laser done or I switched to this skincare. And they're like, yeah, come on. Come on. What'd you get done? Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, I'm the realest motherfucker <laughs> in aesthetics. You pretty much post everything you do. I, Dude, sure. there is not one procedure I think I've gotten done that I have not posted. Even my fucking vaginal rejuvenation I posted during and after <laughs> to talk about it. But so, yeah, so it kind of annoys me because I'm really, really big on lasers. I laser. I do at least one laser a month. Yeah. Like one, I some pick and choose laser, some yeah. type of laser a month. And I really believe in that. And I think that that is a huge preservative to your skin, a collagen stimulator, things like that. So I'm big on that. But the problem is people in general, people want instant gratification. So that's where filler and like this part to some degree, but yeah, filler, it's instant. You Mm -hmm. know, they want to see something instantly, but they don't think of lasers as something like preserving or. Yeah. Cause you have to heal from it. There's downtime. Some Mm -hmm. of the lasers, some of them, a couple, there's not. But yeah, you have to heal for it. You have to wait a few weeks for the results. You have to wait to do a few treatments but, to see yeah, the results. But the but, long-term Oh, the, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's... And I think people forget about the lasers, the skincare. Simple like you, things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you spend at least 15 minutes morning and night putting on just skincare stuff. Maybe more because I sit there and wait for each layer to dry. Yeah. I fan myself. But yeah, I do a lot. And then I products like Sculpture on yeah. top of that just to help. Fertilize the skin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I do. And um, so whatever. That was something that I wanted to vent about on here. Let, let the people know. Let them know. Yeah. So I'm not just but you aren't, a pincushion. Yeah. You used to do I a used lot to more be. filler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I used but to be. she rarely. Once a year. Does because I'm the one that does it and I'm like. She'd be like, yeah, I want this. And then the day will come to do it. And she's like, meh. Yeah. I don't I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Because you can get crazy yeah. easily. You can easily get crazy and, and you forget and you, you're so afraid of going back to that insecure person that you were before you corrected whatever was bothering you. 
and you're, you obsess and obsess and obsess and you want yeah. to, you know, fix things that are not really there. Even there's some people that will point at things and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what you see, you know, yeah. I think or we said this last time or the time before that. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. don't have to go there, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. What have you gotten done? I can't get this damn thing in my ear. Um, over the years. Yeah. Disport. I think that's what you started with, right? Yeah. You didn't even start with skincare. Well, I, was, I always let you guys practice on me. Yeah, Dysport. true. Like I was always the model for Disport. True, actually. I remember that. I did Disport filler. Started with like a little chin filler and jawline filler. Um, She's done under eye filler one time, but I think yeah. I need more. Yeah. A little cheek. We've done cheek filler. And I said I haven't done any lasers except laser hair removal, which I couldn't. Was a terrible experience. To. Yeah, men do not have. But I'm planning like on doing a laser at some point. It's just the downtime. I like to be outside. I like golf. I like this. I like that. He's in the sun a lot, so it's hard for him to do lasers. Lasers, you do have to be cautious, very cautious with the sun, which I am mm. on naturally. But I feel like you're still getting better at it. Yeah, I chase wearing, you more with I've been sunscreen. sunscreen. Pretty much every day. Good. And it's skincare too, Steph. I recently got into skincare. Yeah, and regimented um, you. Yeah. But look at how much your skin changed just from doing that, though. Yeah. Like it was annoying. It's annoying to do. I know. I enjoy. I don't it. have it's as part many of steps like, as you. It's part of like Mine's my like self care a thing. Yeah. Well, I try to make it as simple but as I can't possible sit there for and wait. you. She sits there and fans herself in between application it's literally my self-care moment on and then she's doing something else while doing her next one and i got like no time so i'm like i put one on i'm like okay next one i mean so i don't know if i do it's a commitment yeah it's a commitment and i make that commitment to myself morning and night she does and it's nice because you'll even say to me like it's okay babe go go start your skincare routine and i'll finish Whatever needs to be done downstairs. Yeah, it's a process. And it's funny, though. I know what's going to happen, so. Yeah. But, yeah. We should show our before and afters on here, actually. Ask Kevin and Rach. Yeah. To put some before and afters on the podcast so they can, they can the people see. can see, yeah, what we've, the transformation throughout the year. The only surgery I have had on my face, <laughs> though, is my nose. So yes. that that's uh, not fair, I guess. But. Best surgery. Change your face. Best surgery I ever did. Hands down, out of all my surgeries on my body, my nose was my favorite. My nose was my most, my biggest change. Yeah. For sure, it right? Wasn't my, as, uh, as far as the result, yes. Wasn't your favorite? Not during the time. Oh, I know. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I wasn't, was I just was depressed. I just stayed in a darker. No, but I'm talking about everything. The surgery <laughs> itself. To the after the surgery. I was in surgery for Wait, eight hours story, for my nose. The story needs to be told because it's a crazy story. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't even think the guy, the doctor gave us gave me a timeline of how long the surgery was going to be. And I'm sitting at Memorial Miramar, and the time just ticking, 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 ticking. And then it's eight hours in. I think it was nine hours. I was out. I don't know. I'm like, what is it? What's going on here? The guys ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My mom was room. so 
worried about Ryan yeah. because Ryan was freaking out. My mom was not even worried about me. She knew I, I was, was like pacing the hospital. I didn't leave. I didn't go anywhere. I, I know. stayed there. The she said that time. he like freaked out at one point and like was like, where's my wife? Like somebody find my wife it now. Just, it didn't seem right. Yeah. You, she said that you were fine. You were fine. You're fine. Then you were like, no, where's my wife? Get her out of there. It's been nine hours, whatever. And you were like, no, we're done. Where is she? <laughs> it wasn't that And my aggressive. mom was like, she, he just freaked out yeah. out of nowhere. But it was that whole thing. Then seeing her afterwards, her face was just swollen as can be. Oh, my God. I have photos of that, too, if you want to insert those. She, she couldn't. So she had, like, my ice over her eyes and everything was wrapped. She comes out. She's, like, screaming in pain from her shoulder. My back. Yeah, because you were, like, in the position they had her in for, like, nine hours. So she's, like, my back, screaming in pain. I put the bedpan in wrong. She yells at me for I had that. to pee. And <laughs> the only time in 12 years, my husband has never seen me use the restroom in 12 years other than this one time. It's a big pet peeve of mine. I don't like to talk about bodily functions. Girls don't do that. Yes, I'm that girl. It grosses me the fuck out. I don't want to know what you do in the bathroom, and I don't want you to know what I do if I were to ever go, because I don't. Okay. But I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> this man puts the bedpan, a nurse puts a bedpan underneath me backwards. So all I did was pee all over myself, coming right out of surgery. So I didn't plan that because I had to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm a nurse, but I worked in the emergency department and there was no bedpans to be put on. Like, I didn't put bedpans on the people. <laughs> Whatever. Okay? It's anyways, brainless. Anyway, so that was the first... Nightmare. First hour, hour post-op. That night we get she had got admitted because it was an intense surgery. That night, she, again she's like blindfolded. She starts vomiting. Blood. Yeah, she's blindfolded and she starts vomiting and it's all blood. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I still cannot see. And by the Steph's way, it's like, what's going on? Like, and trying to like move her thing, and I like, stopped her. I'm like, if she would have saw the blood, she would have freaked out. Yeah. So I stopped her from that. I remember the nurse came and she's like trying to get Didn't, you to smell alcohol and your yeah. nose was My nose plugged. was clogged like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so she, couldn't, she couldn't smell anything. She's like, I can't smell. And the nurse is like, oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. But I so, forgot about yeah. all this. So she's projectile vomiting blood. That was what happened next. Then we get her home finally. Her, she's black and blue, her entire face, swollen as can so be. So bad. And she just went into a depressive state. For like, like four weeks. Yeah. At least a two solid weeks of like, depressed. he would, yeah, he would come in the bedroom and get me and he'd be like, okay, mom, we're just going to go get sun for five minutes. And I'd be like, I don't want to. And he was like, yeah, you, you have to just go outside yeah. for five minutes. Come on. She was just, didn't want to move out of bed. Just moped around the house, looked in the mirror and said, why did I do this? I would have never done this. Why'd you let me do this? Yeah. Just moping around. Because it takes a full year for a rhinoplasty to heal. And it, it is true. It changes every day for a full year. And that's just something that you have to prepare yourself for that he prepared me for somewhat. But you're never really mentally ready for that to oh, see yourself like, looking like a fucking monster well not all rhinoplasties are the same so yours was very involved very and that's why it was so long and we, the doctor we chose was only does noses so yeah that's why we chose him and he's one of the best so that's why he, he takes his time he only does one surgery a day so 
Yeah. I get I had a boating accident when I was like 14, mm-hmm. 13 years old. And I was on a tube and my fr- a friend landed on my face and we suspected that I broke my nose. It never looked the same after that. But he said that when he opened my nose and like went to go touch my cartilage and it just crumbled. Yeah. And so he sat there like rebuilding. He actually showed us like the video during the surgery and how he like sutured everything together. But um, did he take cartilage from anyone? No, no thank he, God he I didn't have to. Right? He rebuilt what I had in there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was an experience, but so back to aesthetics though, full circle, (laughs) that's the only thing I've had surgically done to my face. Cause people think that like the difference that I look like from high school to now that like I had some type, I had to have had some type of surgery in my face and I really didn't. It was just, it's just been weight loss, Kybella, jawline filler, chin filler, cheek filler, under eye filler, lip filler, remove lip filler, more lip filler, nasal labial folds, temples. I mean, I've done a lot. Mm -hmm. Brow lift, all with aesthetic medicine. So it's pretty dope actually. Mm. So yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's a little bit about our, our own aesthetics journey along the way, but yeah. So, this Saturday, we have an appointment <laughs> together. We do. We've had this appointment for a long time. Are you excited? I am, actually. Months we've had it. What are you looking for? What else I can add? <laughs> so we have appointments on Saturday for tattoos. We are going to get our anniversary date mm-hmm. in Roman numerals on our arms. So... We've had this appointment for a few months now, and I wonder. You know what I wonder? Are you getting anything else? No. Okay. I'm just getting our and anniversary. I'm getting a rose for Emma Rose. Yeah, I already have hand. a rose for Emma Rose, yeah. so he's getting the same rose I have for her on his hand. And um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. You said that. I don't know, but we've had these appointments for months because our guy that we go to is so phenomenal. Lucas Soares will put his Instagram on um, the video and he's amazing. He's really good with fine line work. He's just, he's just a dope guy. His setup is dope. Um, He's just a cool guy, but um, I'm going to touch up some things. That's what I was going to say. I'm just touching up some things and getting our anniversary date. And he's doing the flower and the anniversary cake. Nothing big. Nothing big. Yeah. We go, we get like a couple little tattoos, but he did all my dainty tattoos. So just a little backstory. I actually removed all my tattoos from my body. Um, I have a couple little faint ones still lingering, but it's super, super faint. It looks like a bruise on my body. Um, But I removed everything because they were from a bad time in my life. And um, I started over because I like tattoos, but... Um, I wanted to go more the fine line route and I have, and I really like it. And they're on, they're exposed. I always, my whole life had my tattoos hidden. They were always on my body, on my torso, on my feet. Um, just because I was like embarrassed of them. Whereas now it's like, okay, where can I put it so I can see it? And so other people can see it and ask me about it, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like a totally a lot of compliments on your a lot. Yeah. I do actually. Um, I get also some hate, some like the older patients at the office will talk shit, but it, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of like a rebirth through my yeah. tattoos. So um, I'm excited to get our anniversary date. Yeah. It is special to me and I to us. to us. But I am curious on how people feel about getting tattoos with each other, like names and 
like a lot of people feel that it is the worst thing you could do in your relationship. I get it. Like, I'm not about putting names like on bodies and stuff like that, but it's just, mm. just cause it's, I think it's, it's tacky. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of doesn't, ah, you put my name. It's very cool. old school. Like, I think. Yeah, yeah. Why do you need yeah. a name? Like, I think it's weird. Apologize to anyone that has this, but like put your own name on your body or yeah, your last, just in case you, you know, forget what just, your name is. It's just it's not necessary. I think like it's just kind of pointless. But um yeah, but something like a date in a cool way. Yeah, like, yeah. That no one else kind of knows what it is, but we know what it is type of thing. Yeah. Or little things that you do together. I think it's totally yeah. acceptable. Yeah, like people on the we had talked about this that people on the cruise were saying like that it was bad luck. You're doomed after that. But like I already have your initials on me. I have a key that's a key to your heart. You have a key that's a key to my heart. Mm-hmm. We have both have stry on us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, who cares? You know, yeah. I don't really believe in luck. Um, no, it's at all. whatever you make of it, you know? Yeah. So it was like, you know, to hear like, oh, that's it. Now you guys have bad luck. And it's like, uh, I don't even believe in luck to begin with. You know what I mean? I think life is what you make yeah. it and we've that's had dry on each other for a while for years we've had the keys for a while oh we've had we've actually had the the keys for a while that's crazy oh, we've mother's had day the keys be. it was mother's day yeah but <laughs> it was like it was in like 2015 which was before we had our big problems yeah so that's crazy yeah so we had the keys before all that went down mm-hmm. so yeah craziness but yeah i hate when people say that like luck and Gab said that to me the other day. She goes, "You you heard her, yeah. yeah. You kissed you kissed my forehead and you walked oh, outside. No, I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, yeah. you didn't hear this? You're gonna hear it for the first time. Yeah. So you kissed my forehead on Sunday. We had just argued after the beach. We we spoke about it on the last podcast. And you kissed my forehead and you just walked out of the door. And like I smiled and like she saw my face, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "You're a lucky one, mom." And I was like, "What are you talking about? I was like, "There's no such thing as luck." You know, I always say that. And yeah. she's like. You got a lucky one. You She's like, you one. and Nana, you guys got lucky and got good guys. And I was like, okay, so no other guy that we know is good. Right. I was like, no. I, we, but then we were talking about that, and I was like, it's not luck. I was like, Daddy isn't the guy that I met 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. He's a completely different person. There was no luck involved. He wasn't the great. You, We weren't. We both were not the greatest people when we met. I was it, coming out of a toxic relationship that I thought it was just the way life was. You were super, super selfish, I remember. Like, just like a typical guy, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't obviously what it is now. So how, I was like, how is that luck? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what you put into it. Exactly. There's no such thing as luck. There's a couple people around us, I actually just read in a book about how mediocre people use that term often like oh she got lucky with that business deal yeah or oh she got lucky with that idea did she get lucky or did she just have a dope idea and she fucking worked her ass off to get there you know what i mean or it's like did she get lucky with marrying ryan or did she set fucking boundaries and decided we're going to communicate about our problems and you know what I mean? And and he followed along and, and agreed and worked on himself while she worked on herself. You know? Yeah. It's like, where is the luck in that? Yeah. But people I say that it's often. The easy way out is just blaming luck. Yeah. 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 Somebody said that to me yesterday. She recently got divorced. You're going to know who I'm talking about in a second. And um, she's now realizing that 
she made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And she turned to me before she left and she goes, you guys are really lucky. Don't ever divorce Ryan. <laughs> and I said, I won't. I'd be stupid, first of all. But second of all, where's the luck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Show it to me. Yeah. Show me where I was walking by and I picked up a fucking penny and then, oh, you appeared there, you yeah. know? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. Yeah, it doesn't at all when yeah. you think about it. It's actually a cop-out. Yeah. It's a mediocre cop-out mm-hmm. because there's no luck when it comes to hard work. No. No, not at all. No, you have to put in the work. For sure. It doesn't matter if it's relationship, your job, your whatever, sport. Yeah. You have to put yeah. in the work. But I will say that once you do learn to put in the work, it's a lot less exhausting to communicate than it is to fight. Who would want to walk around like like on eggshells all the time yeah. or like, all right, I'm not even going to bring this up because it's going to be a fight. A lot that. of people that's do, That's how babe. we used to be. Yeah, and a lot exhausting. of people do. It's like, do I, do I tell her about that or do I not tell her? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like somebody called me today and told me news about something and that they had not told their boyfriend. And I was like, oh. hmm, that's crazy because mm-hmm. you're the first person I would think to call. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's just, but it's like that whole thing of like walking on eggshells and not feeling like you can talk to that person or tell them or, you know, tell them something because you're afraid of them blowing up. Whereas like as your spouse, you may not agree with me, but I should be able to communicate it. Yeah. You know? And I think we were like that most of the beginning of our marriage. I mean. Yeah. Through until. Yeah. Yeah, we were. It's. Like something that's obviously more recent, but it it is. I've learned that it is so much less exhausting to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's so exhausting to like fight. Like that little thing we just had could have turned into a three-day thing easily. It, it used to, yeah. 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 But I didn't even want to fight with you anymore once. I, I didn't I was like, understand what was going on. I was on. like, I'm in too deep. Well, because you said you didn't want to be in my ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Oh, I told Steph. you. I told you it just hurt my feelings. That's all. I okay. want you in my ass. I apologize multiple times. Awesome. I took it Three. Wrong. I misunderstood you. It's okay. Okay. But better understand next time. Gotcha. I'll work <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. You better. Well. Well. That's all. All right. That's all I wanted to talk about. Nice chat. Nice chatting with you. Don't be a douche the rest of the night. I won't. Please. You're probably going to bed as soon as we push stop. I am. You want to know why? Because you're tired. I'm so fucking (laughs) tired, first of all. My schedule's been crazy, Mm. and I've been having a couple of urges to binge lately. Gotcha. Yeah, so I've decided I'm going to just go to bed. It's obviously, like, hormonal-related. I'm on my cycle, so it's probably... Understandable. Probably common, but... So, yeah, I'm trying to fight those urges, because I tell myself that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll have a little more leeway but on mm. the weekdays okay. i'm hyper focused cool. yeah so but on that note all i'm right. gonna go to bed all right good night. all right good night love you, <laughs> love you. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in guys we hope that you enjoyed this episode just as much as we did making it for you if there are specific things that you would like to hear us discuss please let us know on instagram and tiktok at stry podcast that's at s-t-r-y podcast or by emailing us at stry podcast at gmail.com Please be sure to follow us on Spotify and turn on your notifications so you don't miss out on new episodes dropping every Thursday. You can also check us out on YouTube under Stephanie Phillips with weekly episodes releasing every Tuesday. 
You can also go back and see my entire journey to my first bikini competition, which we documented from start to finish. Thank you all so much for the love and support because without you guys, none of this would be possible. We will see you next time.